Welcome to the Financial Planners Southeast Asia podcast, a show dedicated to driving the positive evolution of financial advice, specifically within Southeast Asia. To join a global community of financial advisors sharing and learning with one another to drive the positive evolution of financial advice, head to xyadvisor.com. Welcome to another episode of the Financial Planners Southeast Asia podcast. I'm here and today I am with Jay Adrian Tolentino, aka the Purpose Driven Advisor, aka Kuya Jay. So Jay is an independent financial coach to overseas Filipinos in Dubai, UAE, and he also hosts the podcast Pera and Purpose podcast. So Jay, thank you so much for coming to the show and yeah, welcome. No, thank you for finding me online. I don't know how you did it, but uh, I'm really uh, glad that I'm here. I'm blessed to share my message and my love for financial planning. So thank you so yes. much, Gwen. You're, you're welcome. So I've um, I've mentioned this to you uh, a while before that I've been mm-hmm. listening to your podcast. I actually saw it as a recommendation in iTunes. Ah, so nice. That's where I found you. And yes, I've been mm-hmm. listening to it. So uh, I love podcasts because um, I can just go ahead and just zone out while, you know, doing mm-hmm. the dishes and all that stuff. <laughs> so yes, and um, I, I actually love uh, especially some of the topics that you talk about and I've been sharing it to my friends. But bef- while we're on that subject, um, so for, for just for context, pala, um, mm-hmm. your podcast is about financial advice. So that's yeah. why I've been sharing it to um, my, my friends um, so that they can learn about um, financial literacy as well. But I guess yes. my first question is, how did you start in financial advice? <laughs> it was actually just by chance. When I was new in Dubai, uh, that was six years ago, my first year, I got scammed <laughs> because I don't know how to invest. All I know is that I wasted so much time in my younger years and I wasn't able to maximize the income that I was getting from uh, from my work. I, I worked in uh, in a BPO for seven years before I came to Dubai. Now, I felt that it was too late for me. So I thought that uh, there's this investment that was offered to me by a roommate, which guarantees three or four times returns in uh, three months' time. So uh, in addition to that, my parents contacted me, said that this particular investment that originated in Dubai has helped many Filipinos in the Philippines become rich. So I thought, hey, why not give it a try? They gave me the money. And then after three months, um, the, it never went back. Until now, it, yeah. those, the money that I've uh, invested there didn't come back. So that's the first lesson I, I learned in, in investing. And the greatest lesson there is that if you're ignorant and you're greedy at the same time, that is a perfect recipe for financial disaster. It was shameful. There's so much guilt in that experience. And because of that, I thought that I should not, or I will never ever be in that same kind of investment again. So I I tried different types of investments. Um, I was offered with insurance uh, products or investment products that are way beyond my income or it's a a great portion of my income is being um, is being uh, eaten or given to that particular product 
Yeah. And then eventually I wasn't able to sustain it because it was too much for me. And when he had an emergency, I had to give up one of my investments. So there, those are a lot of those are legal investments, but uh, mm-hmm. I still I incurred so many losses. And because of that, mm-hmm. I thought that maybe it, if I cannot find the right person to offer the right investment who doesn't have, I mean, who, who doesn't focus more on their commissions or who, own, who only wants to get a piece of your hard-earned money yeah. just for their own sake, then I need to be that person. I need to be the person who gives the Filipinos here in the UAE to give that advice without any, uh, without any bias, if I may say, or without any intention to, um, to make so much money out of that advice. Because I understand that uh, many, many people go into this industry because of the money, because there's, the commission is high and uh, they can become really uh, wealthy in this. But yes. um, I, I've realized that um, financial literacy is, uh, is so important that uh, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, there, there are different ways to help people. And as, I'm, as my... As my love for this subject grew, I've transferred or I've I've transferred careers probably when I was 31 or 32 already. Mm. And I became a financial planner there here in here in the UAE. And then I've met so many people as well in the Philippines. And they've I mean uh, they've helped me in shaping my core foundation and my mindset of how to be the best financial plan that I can be. So yeah, and uh, that's how it all started. And because I love creating content, I love sharing ideas. I've created a podcast. And before that, I think you've already checked the uh, the Empowered Expats that we started yeah. with. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not sure if I'm going to proceed with the story with that or you can ask me oh, that yes. question. <laughs> yes, definitely. So yes, um, that is actually my my next question. So be- because uh-huh. you you started in financial advice and you mentioned that you you wanted to change uh, the perception you you didn't want yeah. to become like the salesman financial advisor <laughs> yeah. right so um and you, so you've started creating free content um that people mm-hmm. can consume in order yes. to build their financial literacy and that's True. where i guess the empowered expats came in so can you tell yeah. us more about that yeah so that was september of 2018 when i first met Sigmund Abad, also known as Mang Emong. Yes. He's my uh, partner in crime with that mm-hmm. project of ours. Because late 2018, I, I love reading stuff. And I have read that uh, the most consumed type of uh, content by many Filipinos or many people in the UAE and in the Philippines is video form. So I understand that I don't have the talent or creativity to create uh, captivating videos. So there's one time uh, this guy, Sigmund, came to the office and he showed me the videos that he made. He's doing it like, a, like a, it, it's one of his hobbies back then. And I told him, you, you have the talent to create such awesome videos. So would you mind if we create a vlog that is focused on financial literacy? I'll do the research. I'll do all the things that are needed for for the content, you just do your own stuff and mm-hmm. uh, use it as a way to enhance your skills in filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So good thing he agreed. And 
uh, January 1, 2019, we started our first episode or we launched it. And then after three or four months, we got interviewed in ABS-CBN, Balitang Global. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, so it was it was really uh it's I couldn't believe it happened. I mean <laughs> yes. that 2019 was was like the best year of our lives for both of us because um our our network grew, our connections got better, many got interested in financial literacy, and because he really is good in filmmaking, he mm. m- made it easy for many Filipinos to uh to be entertained. And be educated as well. So we we shared our passion. Mine is for education and his is for entertainment. So when we did that, it's like edutainment. That's what we call it. So, <laughs> edutainment. <laughs> edutainment, yeah. And uh, not a lot of Filipino vloggers were doing financial literacy stuff. Many just love to tra- travel, eat out, buy stuff. Mm-hmm. But ours is totally different. I mean, it, it's not, we don't actually call it a vlog. It's more of like a financial literacy video or what because we don't want to be we don't want to be named as vloggers or influencers we just want to be known as people who love sharing the idea of personal finance and personal development now fast forward today sigmund sigmund is now one of the most sought after filmmaker here in this side of the world wow and yeah we, we pursued our passions we actually started the business two years ago and uh we we had to uh close it down because of the pandemic and we really had to pursue our, each of our passions. So mm-hmm. once every once or twice every month, we still meet. We uh, we find ways to catch up and be with our uh, trusted friends, <laughs> like uh, like Doc Rex Bakara, who's our inspiration as well. If you're mm-hmm. ever gonna listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. so shout out to you, Doc. So yeah, that that's how it started. Uh, it's it started with the love love for sharing the idea of uh, financial literacy. And for people, for many Filipinos, not to experience the same experiences that we had, especially for me, I, I got scammed. I, I bought unnecessary expensive financial products and I lost so much money on investments. So if overseas Filipinos are going to fail in their finances, I think they can fail better than what I did. <laughs> right? So that is the, that is the main, uh, that is that is the main message of uh, what I'm doing. So if you if you can see my search, my T-shirt, it's it yeah. shows here prosper with a purpose, right? Because I want to help people use money as a tool to live a meaningful life. That is the exact core message of whatever it is that I'm doing right now. Yes, and I love that quote or yes, your slogan because I think it's it's easier to pursue something if you have a purpose, like. You can always chase money, right? It always it can always come to you, but it can easily get away from you if you don't have the purpose, or if you like, yeah. if you don't have a target, um, if you don't have mm-hmm. goals. Um, so yes, I think that's very fitting, and it's a, such a wonderful story that you you shared with yeah. with with Mang Emong, um, because <laughs> yeah. I think yes, because. Um, I know that a lot of financial advisors are looking into um, expanding uh, mm-hmm. through like um, videos, like in YouTube, podcasts, but they don't know where to start. Um, and so it's actually a really good idea to partner with someone who 
actually has the expertise yeah. and wants to hone it um, yeah. with you, your knowledge, right? In order to come up with something that can be meaningful and at the same mm-hmm. time profitable for both yeah. you and um, your partner. So I, I think that's an excellent idea. Um, True. And which leads me to um, your next endeavor, which is... Um, the podcast, but but before the yeah. podcast, I believe you started um, uh, purpose driven finance. Yeah, I was actually confused with with the brand that I'm going to do because there's no clarity back then. The only thing that's clear for me is my message. Uh, since day one, that has been the message to help people use money as a tool to live a meaningful life. But uh, the name, the branding, the name it's it's quite I'm quite confused for it because. I realized that I wouldn't be a financial advisor forever. I, there might be a time that I'll evolve into an entrepreneur or probably, I don't know, but I wouldn't be an advisor forever. So I changed it to purpose-driven finance because finance is the kind of subject that I would always love to talk about, regardless if, I'm, if I may be in a different situation in the future. I may not be doing hardcore financial planning anymore, but finance will always be at the center of my heart. <laughs> and that is why uh, I rebranded it into purpose-driven finance. And then if you're going to look at the, the podcast that I've created, it's para and purpose, meaning for us Filipinos, it's money and uh, purpose. Purpose means meaning, right? And uh, a lot of people or the narrative of many Filipinos, as I understand, okay, you cannot entangle or join money and, uh, and God or your, uh, your purpose in life. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but uh, for me, money is it's not an end goal, but it is part of your process. It's part of your journey. It's part of, uh, it's part of your purpose in life that you should fulfill. Like many people could not maximize their full potential. They couldn't pursue their purpose because they are in debt. They have bills to pay. They couldn't manage their finances better. And uh, they might be good in their finances. They're living a purposeful life right now. But then an emergency happens. They're not insured. Income is not protected. And then they go back. They slide back on their finances. And uh, because of that, it it derails them from living a purposeful life and helping other people with their message and their story. So that is why, for me, Financial literacy is so important for every individual. And uh, yeah, that, that's, just how, <laughs> that's just how I want to use my time on this earth, uh, doing content and uh, creating this message that uh, you can pursue your purpose if you just manage your finances better. Yes, that's so true. And I think that's one of the things that you're, you're right. Like not a lot of Filipinos have figured out that, yeah. one yet right to to merge um their purpose with the thing that can um that can sustain them financially yeah. as well um because a lot of times if you see a filipino he's earning well chances mm-hmm. are if you talk to them like they're really stressed out they don't like what they yeah. do um <laughs> they can't wait to retire if they can even retire um at all um because <laughs> You know, we have so many mouths to feed here in the Philippines, <laughs> right? Um, and I think, but, and also because we are in, we're, the generation is currently in the sandwich generation. Yeah, m- most and, most of the people are. Yeah. Yes, I myself am in the, uh, I'm currently in that position. And I want to change that. And I know that a lot of parents who are like me 
um, wants to change that story as well um, um, here in the Philippines because mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the things that are keeping us from reaching better goals uh, for for ourselves and for our family and that's why a lot of people go to um, other countries right in Dubai yeah. like um, most of them are uh, there the overseas Filipino workers are working abroad because they mm-hmm. want a better life for their family members. But as I listen to your podcast, a lot of them still go back home here in the Philippines and they don't have enough money. They still cannot retire, even if they have been earning more. Yeah. How does a financial advisor for overseas Filipino help OFWs with that? Yeah, well, the good thing is that I, I think I'm the only registered financial planner that is uh, that has practiced financial planning or what has been part of the industry mm-hmm. and at the same time an overseas Filipino as well. Um, that's why I can totally relate to uh, many of those overseas Filipinos who came here and couldn't manage their finances and then they want to go back without having anything at all. Yeah. So the, the way I help them is by I mainly focus on the behavioral behavioral side, not on the math- mathematical side. Although I've done so many certifications and different disciplines about financial planning, both here and in the Philippines, um, the, the entire approach that I'm doing is always mainly about behaviors. Like uh, that's why coaching is so important. Uh, financial planning doesn't just stop in one session, right? Mm, yeah. It is a continuous process. And for me to help them is to give them regular, and uh, that's why I, I keep my my lines open for my clients and for even non-clients. If they just want to ask questions, I'm always open for them. And that that is also the reason why I've created the podcast because there are people who approach me and then they tell me they 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 have problems in debt. I tell them, okay, listen to this episode. I've spoken to an overseas Filipino who had. Uh, overcome 500 dirhams worth of debt. That is like, I think, 7 or 8 million pesos worth of debt. So they get inspired with that. They get inspired with that story. And they know for a fact that if they are in a 50,000 dirham debt situation, then it means that they can overcome it because there's one person who has overcome a 500 dirhams worth of debt. And that is why right now I am, I am adding... Uh, segments to interview overseas Filipinos on how they manage their finances. Not necessarily the, the wealthy ones or the, the people who, who are high income, as you can say, but those who, are, uh, those who are knowledgeable and also those who are practicing the right habits of an overseas Filipino who wants to retire uh, properly or retire well uh, sooner or later, so I just want to use the the platform that I'm do, that I have right now for them to have uh, a a story that, that they can model on because that's how I that's how I also started. I mean, I, I looked for the people who I wanted to model, and from there I I tried replicating how they're doing it because I understand that uh, success leaves clues. So that's also why. I'm so passionate in, uh, in sharing this. So financial planners, I think, are not just those that you see in, in the office or outside wearing suit and tie. That's why I don't want to wear suit and tie anymore. Because yeah. 
they think, I mean, many, many people think that financial planning is expensive. It's only for the rich. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell everyone that financial planning is most definitely for those who could not, uh, who could not afford to, to spend uh, life or who are mainly in debt. And the reason why many people are in that situation is because they lack financial planning. That is why they yes. need financial planning more than the rich ones, because mm -hmm. the rich ones probably they've, they've already uh, learned how to manage their money better from their parents. Because I, under I know that wealthy individuals have uh, wealthy behaviors, wealthy mindset, and uh, they, they know how to manage their finances better. And those who are not in that situation means that they need to improve their, their, their thoughts, their mindset, and their actions on money. And that is why I, I believe that those are the people who need financial planning more. And the sad part is not many of them uh, want to accept that. <laughs> they don't want to yeah. get that opportunity. And this is, what I, this, is, this is what I'm telling people. My content is free. You can, if you want to pay for me, pay for my time. That's the only thing that I ask for because there's so many things that I do with my time. But if you can't afford it, if you think it's still not within your means, then by, by all means, go to my page, go to my, go to my podcast. I, I am doing my very best to bring the right people in so that I can have that thoughtful conversation. And instead of you going through them, let me do that part. Let me do, let me, let me be the person to have that conversation, to ask the question that you are so shy of asking. So you can learn from that conversation as well. So yeah, that, and that I think that is how I practice financial planning in this part of the world. It's not, a, it's not a typical one, though. Yes. Um, and I know that there have been um, a number of financial advisors who have um, gone to that, that side as well to promote financial literacy. Because it's, I think it starts with conversations, right? Yeah. Um, it starts with conversations between friends. And what better way to start that conversation but with one person listening to a podcast or um, seeing a post about um, financial management and then sharing that to a friend or a family member and then having that discussion about money. Because one of the things that is prevalent here in the Philippines as well is that we don't talk about money. Yeah. Um, yes, it's a taboo, right? And that's <laughs> one of the reasons why Filipinos don't reach out to financial planners because they're um, afraid that they would be judged or um, mm -hmm. that the products or services that the planner <laughs> or the advisor is offering um, is something that they can afford and they can't say no. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, and that's why it's important to see these kinds of um, content, the content that you do, which are free and are very accessible. So, um, and I've also listened to, I think um, one of the reasons why I love sharing your podcast to other people as well is because I too was, um, uh, inspired. So I, I think I remember mm -hmm. you talked to, I forgot her last name, but I think her first name was Veneer. Ah, um, Veneer Sarmiento. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's a trader, right? And uh, um, no, no, it's, I, that's Diane, most likely Diane Fernandez. She's the first. Ah, Diane Fernandez. Uh, yeah. The Dragon Boat Lady. Yes, <laughs> it's that? Diane. Yes. <laughs> ah, that's why the, that has the most listens, I think, so far. 
you shared it. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> ah, yes, and yes, that because that was the first um, episode that I listened to, and the reason why uh-huh. I was inspired is because I realized that I could never be one. Because I've mm. been thinking that, hey, I should start trading um, because I wanted to learn how to um, trade and invest. And I've seen a lot of my friends who are trading um, and they yeah. seem to be happy. Uh, <laughs> and they're posting all of these like graphs. The gains. Um, <laughs> yeah, the gains. Um, like it was some kind of exciting, uh, an exciting world. And after mm-hmm. listening to that podcast, um, I thought, I, I, or I, I realized that I'm like Kuya Jay. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't like to trade. Um, and that's because, yeah. um, it's not my forte and I, I don't yeah. think that it will ever be my forte and that's okay. So, yes. um, because I know that some, um, people, try out trading because they hear mm-hmm. from their friends that it's so good um, yeah. even if at the back of their mind that they don't have the patience they don't mm-hmm. have like the willpower or the like the disconnection from their money right? mm-hmm. because um, uh, if you're a trader you have to be disconnected with uh, emotionally disconnected with the money and the numbers that you see on screen. Uh, and so I realized that what I'm doing it now is good. I'm just investing um, for yeah. the long term, not looking at my investments every day. Um, and that's fine. So, uh, yes. and I think those are like, yes, because it can actually re- lead to ruin, right? If you're not good at something, if you're not properly educated and you jump into it. Um, I think you mentioned this in another episode of the uh, of your podcast that or yes you mentioned this earlier um ignorance and greed yeah. is not a good formula so <laughs> and i we know that there are still a lot of people who have that mindset um get rich quickly so yes, yes and that's many why filipinos fall for that yeah <laughs> yes and uh and that's where um, financial advisors and financial planners come in and financial content, right? So um, with your content, with the podcast that you do, um, as long as people hear these messages, even if it's over and over, um, mm-hmm. one day it will sink in. So, yeah, yes. <laughs> now, I, I wanted to um, share this because I'm also an avid reader and I know that you have, <laughs> you are also fond of reading books and yes. um and I know that you've got good taste because I think like um, one of the books that you, you've you referred to read is The Richest Man in Babylon, which is also yeah. the first book that I read. So nice. any other books <laughs> that, that you would like to uh, Filipinos to read or um, mm-hmm. financial advisors to read as well um, so that they can help other Filipinos? Yeah, in terms of personal finance, right? So... Yeah, The Richest Man in Babylon. If I read that before I came to Dubai, I wouldn't be scammed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's for sure. And then if you are probably even if you are a Philippine expat or a person living in the Philippines, um, you can get so much value of Andrew Halm's book. It's The Millionaire Expat. It will teach you how to invest with low-cost exchange-traded funds. And I, I think... Now, there are ways on how Filipinos in the Philippines can invest in global ETFs because global ETFs are low cost, they're mm-hmm. diverse, and uh, they, they perform better over time. That is why if, if you read, uh, if, if you've read the article of uh, Warren Buffett's bet 
against uh, the hedge fund investors. And for, for a decade of doing that bet, he slayed all those hedge fund investors. And that is why I'm, I'm not a huge fan of stock picking, of day trading, of Forex, of uh, what else, of uh, leverages or, or futures. I don't deal with that kind of investment because I know for a fact that there are uh, time-tested ways on how you can grow your money patiently and more profitably. Because a lot of, I mean, I, I think it's, it's common for many Philippines because we are considered as an emerging country, third world, as they say. But if we just become patient with our investments, with our money, we will eventually get there. And uh, that is why reading books like this can help us become more uh, financially savvy and financially better versus the, the, the typical uh, Filipino who just goes to work, spend money and the YOLO kind of stuff. I mean, there's a better way to do YOLO, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. You just, have, you just have to be more purposeful and intentful with your spending. And what else? Uh, those are the books. I'm currently looking at my books right now. So Randall Chongson's um, No Nonsense Personal Finance. I, I read that. Uh, before I became a financial planner. And then you can also book, uh, you can also read the book of uh, Coach Efren Llamas Cruz. This is Taming the Rebellious You. This is more on behavioral finance. Uh, and, which is important too. Yes, it is important. Um, I would recommend people to, instead of, instead of focusing on, on, uh, on the, just the investment vehicles, I want you to focus more on your behavior and uh, your thoughts. Also, in addition to that, you can read T. Harv Eker's book, uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. There are a lot of uh, ways on how you can rewire your thinking and the relationship mm -hmm. about money. And then uh, you can also read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. That's one of the books that I've started with. Mm -hmm. uh, the main learning there is the difference between asset and liabilities for me. But uh, mm -hmm. you have to discern the teaching of Robert Kiyosaki yes. these yes. days. It's yes. not the same. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, but I, I, I love how he, he, he made the book, but do more research. And uh, mm -hmm. this is what I always tell my clients and my, my audience. Don't just follow what I say because um, you have your own path and the, the content that you're listening, that you can listen to, that you can read, they, it worked for them, but it may yes. not work for you. That is why you have to have this thirst for learning because mm -hmm. you, you have to find yours. Until now, yeah. I'm, yeah, and that is why I, I, I've, I've learned to embrace my investment discipline because I've tried and uh, tested some of those theories and it, some didn't work for me, but some worked. So my, my, our strategy may not work for you, it might, but it might work for other people. That is why you, you have to keep uh, learning as young as you are. Take risks as well, because when you're young, you take risks. It's easier for you to get back up. You have the energy and you have the experience. So uh, th th those are the things that uh, I would want you to uh, read. Also, probably not, the, not really a personal finance book. It's Atomic Habits by uh, James Clear. Yeah, it can yeah. you can use his uh, practical approach to habit uh, forming in um, in your finances. I've done that. I, I think I made a post about it. The habit mm -hmm. stacking stuff. You you can do that. So there's a lot in the. If there's one other book, the last book that I 
I mean, one of the few books is Purpose Driven Life. <laughs> yeah. And that, Rick when I, Rick Warren, yes. Yeah. Uh, after I read this book, I think after three months, I resigned from my office job and totally pivoted because I, I never had any background in finance. I only, mm. I just had clarity with my purpose. That's all. Mm. And of course, uh, savings invested or uh, emergency fund saved in the bank, no debt. With in- and then I made sure that I had insurance before I made that shift. So those are some of the books that you can read. And uh, also, last book would always be the Bible. There's so much yeah. wisdom in that book, especially Proverbs, the book of wisdom. Go oh, read yes, it, and, guys. Um, <laughs> I agree. I actually agree because there are actually, um, if you're not even religious, there is still yeah. um, a lot of wisdom that can be um, extracted in the Bible because there are... So much. Um, there are passages there that relates to money and yeah. um, haste makes uh, waste. <laughs> yes, um, I think I uh, the one thing that I will always remember, uh, and I've gotten this because I had like Bible school when I was a child. Mm. But it's the parable of talents, and I've always nice. I like that remembered as well. that. Yes, so you will be rewarded if you spend, um, if you handle your money well. That's like the short end of that, mm-hmm. uh, the message for that, and that has always stuck with me. Um, because so this is like a very funny story like before (laughs) I also started um, my financial literacy journey in my late 20s um, when I Mm. met my current husband who was also starting as a financial advisor right and Mm. um, so before I didn't have any debt but I also didn't have insurance because I had the um, my parents mentality that insurance um, agents are scammers because they will <laughs> run off with your money uh, yeah. and, and all that stuff. And so I just saved my money in the bank. So that is um, an equivalent to like the first servant, right? So who was given the money, but he only um, planted it, or I think it was that was that the third servant who planted it to the ground. And so yeah, nothing the, ever happened. I think happened. the third one, yeah. Yes. And I saw that in my life because although I didn't have any debts, I felt like I wasn't going anywhere with my mm-hmm. money. Um, and now, um, and I had, and my salary was actually bigger before than what I have mm. now. But now I actually have, I feel like I have more and I have this peace of mind. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess that started when I had my financial advisor or my financial planner, <laughs> which was now yeah. my husband. So like, it all worked out well. And so that's why I'm, um, I'm an, also an advocate for financial literacy, because I think that there are a lot of people that can really get out of poverty, um, especially True. here in the, in the Philippines, and um, can get out of the unnecessary stress that comes with the uncertainty of not having something to look forward to in the future, right? So, yes. So, and, so yes. And thank you so much for also um, sharing all those books. Um, I've read some of the ones that you've uh, referred, but uh, I certainly haven't read all. So I'll be sure to check out my... Our, yeah, of course. I'll give you the link. <laughs> our, our bookstores as well, um, because I yeah. do love the hard copies. But thank you yeah, so much yeah, for yeah. coming to the show, Jay. Oh my gosh, no the problem. time is not enough for this conversation. So, <laughs> um, But anyways, uh, before we end the show... Can you tell us more about like where to find you? What is um, happening right now? If you want, if people want to reach you, where can they reach you? 
Yeah, well, uh, right now I'm, I'm heavily focusing on my podcast. That's Para and Purpose Podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and any other streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you type Para, you you can easily find it, or even Purpose, you can easily find the the podcast with, with those keywords. And then I also have a Facebook page that's that's Purpose Driven Finance. Now I also have a YouTube channel and a TikTok. Just look for Kuya J or Hey Kuya J. Those are my uh, YouTube and TikTok uh, TikTok accounts. And on LinkedIn, you can just find me by searching J. Adrian Tolentino. That's my full name. And I also have a website. Uh, I think it, it'll be up by the end of the week. Or uh, by the time you listen to this episode, it's already there. So it's jadriantolentino.com. Yeah. So I'll share there all the, uh, all the things or some of the things that I usually uh, give to uh, many Filipinos, especially if you are an overseas Filipino or you know someone who is an overseas Filipino, they would benefit from the podcast so much. So yeah, those, those are my uh, those are my social media handles. All right. Thank you so much again, Jay, for coming into the show, for sharing all of the wealth of knowledge that you've uh, accumulated and making sure that it's free um, for the Filipinos. I hope there are more financial advisors and financial planners who take on um, what you do as well. And so more power to you and to your business and to your purpose. And so (laughs) thank you. Right. So I hope to see you soon. Um, I hope to have a conversation with you soon. But till now, have a Mm -hmm. good one. You too. Take care.